Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Coach McVay Show presented by Microsoft Surface. JB Long, DeMarco Farr, and Sean McVay after the Rams are in their third win of the season, scoring the final 23 points against the Arizona Cardinals. I love the way you uh, phrased it for us after the game. Sometimes the Rams make it more interesting than it needs to be. What do you mean by that in victory? Yeah, you know, we've, we keep challenging to, to be able to see if we can put together four quarters. But I, what, I, what I did like was, you know, the emphasis on finishing. They certainly finished thought some of the sudden change defensive stops that we had was big to be able to keep us in the game and um you know the the big play to, from Matthew to Cooper at the end of the half where you at least get a field goal knowing that you're going to get the ball coming out was big but there were some things that um we didn't do quite a good enough job of being able to execute but man I love the way that our guys stayed together stayed connected and played in the second half and and that was fun to watch those guys do their thing it was a hell of a win man I, I'm glad you guys paid it off that was a great Rams day at SoFi and it was it was a great crowd too yeah. I, I thought the fans were outstanding you mm. know they, they they elicited a couple penalties on their offense the energy was great and uh that was uh that was a lot of fun and you ran the ball like you ran the daylights out of the ball in the yes. second half love to see that in yes. the second half you know I, we got to get more off in the first <laughs> half but um it was it was great i thought the offensive line it was truly a reflection of the run game takes all 11 and even matthew getting us in and out of the right looks carrying out his fakes but um you talk about Obviously, the five linemen were key and critical. The tight ends, the receivers. I thought the backs did a great job, you know, especially Kyron being able to press it and, and set the blocks and understand the intent of what we we're trying to get done. And um, to be able to get that many runs off and have that kind of production was, uh, was certainly a really fun second half, and those guys took control of the game without a doubt. I saw you said that the uh, Cardinals did some things that talked you out of maybe some first yeah. half runs. Was that with respect to kind of the amoeba defense they were showing you, or something they did that in different? some of the pass downs? There was just some different things. You know, they 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 did a good job with some of the early things that they activated, and then you know they had put some stuff on tape even in the previous five weeks that you're saying, okay, if they get in this look, what this could end up happening, and. You know, you end up sometimes just saying, "All right, hey guys, let's let's just make sure we're not talked out of it." And so there was a lot of layers to it, but ultimately it was, "Hey, trust in the players, allow them to be able to go do you know what we had wanted to do going into that game." And and certainly that was try to be able to assert, you know, allow them to assert themselves, establish the run, um, and when they're able to be that efficient, you know, you're avoiding third downs, you're you're not allowing them to get into some of those amoeba looks, which they do a really good job. And like I kind of said all week, I think Jonathan Gannon and Nick Rallis are uh, really good coaches they do an excellent job with their scheme of being able to apply a lot of pressure on you in a variety of different ways with different personnel groupings yeah welcome to the fight uh kyron williams had a hell of a game he i sure mean did. ball are we watching the evolution of a running back i mean from what we thought his role was going to be to lead guy type running back? i think this season has really been an illustration of that um you look at it, I mean, he had a bunch of carries against Indianapolis where I thought it was really important for us to be able to control the clock, especially the way we were kind of playing into the second half. But uh, yesterday was, you know, a combination of really just some excellent running, some great patience, um, you know, being able to create a little bit on his own. Some of the finishes, love the stiff arm, and uh, he was he was great. I mean, to be able to have, he ended up with a buck 58. I don't, I think he couldn't, he couldn't have had more than five yards in the first half. And so you felt like, that was the kind of game that he had, and it was an explosives. It was efficient. The only thing you want is uh, is maybe don't jump off sides when we're inside the five, but uh, he's a stud. He did a great job. I was really happy for Kyron. 
I hate that on the back of a career performance, I have to ask you about his availability this week. But yeah. it sounds like the wor- the news maybe got worse overnight than when we left so far. It yesterday. did. You know, he's, he, it didn't look great today. Um, you know, we'll continue to see, but it might be something where he's out for some time. And so um, you, you hope that's not the case. But as we're gathering that information, it, it, it could be that could be the case. And uh, it's it's unfortunate, but like anything else, if if that turns out to be what it is, he's a resilient guy, um, and uh, I have trust and confidence that he'll do everything in his power to get back as soon as possible. And when that time is, whether it's this week or in a few weeks, um, he'll be better than he was before. Yeah, that one where he fought three guys and, and stuck the ball up, that, that touchdown run was just just gorgeous. Yeah. What would you? The, here's the only thing I would say: unbelievable second effort. Yeah, great job with the stiff arm. Don't need to reach out unless it's fourth down. Don't need to reach out. Yeah, unless because. What was the original call? It was not an accurate call, but it was a touchback, you know? And so you just, it was, you don't want to discredit what a great play it was, but But. you got to be consistent in some of those things around the goal line where, man, I've I've seen great players. You reach out and Mm -hmm. it it goes against their instincts, but it is, you know, it's just the way that you're all the way down in there. And if something just, the ball just comes out or somebody gets their hand on it when it's exposed like that, now it's a touchback, you're thinking, what are you thinking, Coach? Uh, um, you're, hold the football. Don't, so, don't so we only do it on fourth down. Only on fourth down. I'm thinking, though, that's the worst rule in football. Why haven't we changed that yet? I'm Why not is on the, the competition committee. But like next spring. Me. Yeah. Can the Rams be the one that say, "Hey, let's just get this out of our game"? Hey, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fight that. But yeah. uh, you know, that, but it was. Yeah. It was no. You, you know, in all seriousness, though, you don't want to take away from the credit he deserves for an outstanding day. Yeah. But I think uh, you know, he even said it. I watched some of the things that he said after the game. You know, where he was able to set the backers. He gave credit to the offensive line. But that was really a a fun uh, illustration of you know team football at its finest. That's why you love the game of football, and it is the greatest team sport that there is. And I thought the way that we were able to run the ball, particularly in the second half, mm-hmm. as we all know, uh, that was uh, that was on display in a big way. Did we catch Rob Havenstein doing this? Let, let, let's run know. the ball? Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, yeah. Did we catch him? I said, <laughs> you know what's so funny is uh, I, t- I called Witt after the game and told him, I said, bro, you would have been so proud of uh, Big Rob. He was giving me one of your deals oh. and told Rob I loved it. And yeah. You know, those are the things that, hey, it's about the players always has been always will be and so I love that kind of stuff you know when they were feeling it they were able to get into a rhythm they were able to set their pads and uh and they certainly executed but I, I did love that when he was doing that and that uh that came pretty early after those first couple runs ended up hitting in that uh, first drive of the second half Sorry to be the wet blanket here, but yeah. I know Ronnie Rivers also also yeah. took a knock, so maybe the latest on him. And then what you saw from Zach Evans in his first real opportunity. He did a good job. You know, with Ronnie, it's it's a lot of the same. You know, we'll, we'll wait for everything to come back, but it looks like he's going to be out for some time. And you, you hate it for both those guys because of the amount of work that they put in, what a good job they've done. And, um, you know, I really love being around both of those players, and they've done a really good job, and they've just continued to improve. And I think that's such a testament to their work ethic, the way they approach um, – you know, every single day with their rhythm and their routine, Ron Gould's leadership with that group. But Zach Evans came in, did a nice job. Um, you know, he, you could feel there there were some pads popping and he was heavy on contact, falling forward. You're in a four-minute situation, so you know that you're running the football. There was definitely some loaded boxes that we were running into, but I thought it was good for Zach to be able to get his feet wet and uh, not an ideal situation in regards to losing both of those guys, but it was good for him and... Um, you know, he's uh, he's a guy that we're excited about. Yeah, I like his style. You miss him, he's off to the races. Yeah, and he's explosive. Are, uh, get way up here. Uh, Cooper Cup, again. Matthew Stafford, again. Yeah. I mean, just 
it seems automatic. Like these guys can just hit where they want when they want. It seems easy, but it can't be that easy. No, it was. Uh, it's a credit to the work those guys put in. Again, Demarco, they uh, they made some really big time plays. You know, it was. You, you look at the the stats afterwards. You're saying, "Holy geez, you had you had seven for one forty eight, and and he did. They were you know the play at the end of the half was a huge one to be able to get that momentum. I thought some of their connections on third down, you know, particularly the touchdown, and then obviously the the third and eight, third and nine on our near sideline. You know, what a great throw, what a great route, what a great you know sideline awareness to be able to get that toe drag. Um, but he made play after play. Obviously, had some big plays in the first half. Even you know, kind of catching the, you know a little flat route, if you will, from the three spot and turn it into to some explosives. But those two were uh, were doing their thing, and they looked like Matthew and Cooper. Nine and dime, is it? Nine and dime. There you, you go. Love that show, don't you? I, you know what? Veronica showed me that last week, and I thought they did a good job. You know, it yeah. was it was good to be able to see them rib each other a little bit, and uh, I, I did enjoy it. Yes. I like the fact that Cuff said he had never run that route in seven years. I've seen every play of his career. Could that he, well, be true? He's never been that route's never been thrown to him. Um, he's he's, he's running the love of the game guy. <laughs> well, he, you know, he's he's sometimes just lining up at some different spots now. So that that was the love of the game was he was at the two spot to the three three man surface. That typically has been a route that you've seen maybe Van, Sammy Watkins, Brandon Cooks, mm-hmm. um, you know, even Odell over the years catch, but. Uh, Cooper went and got that thing. You know, he said he had to open it up. You know, it looked like the hamstring was feeling pretty good, didn't it? it? We said that last week. That's the best thing about what happened at Philadelphia, seeing him accelerate like that hamstring must be feeling good. The and long speed was sure on enough, display. He was there. And uh, 2-2. My goodness, that little out route he caught. That was a great throw and catch. Great throw. But how in the heck do you stay in bounds? Well, I he mean, weighs about a buck fifty-five. That's what right? you said. And, so, you know, <laughs> well, he, he, and I would need a runway. He, right. He's yeah. he's doing a great job. I think it's the body control. Yeah. You know, and I also think it's a credit to the you know what a great throw by Matthew. Good protection. They ended mm-hmm. up bringing a safety internally on that play. But I thought it was also a great reflection of his ability. You know, he's got great strong hands. You know, he doesn't play small. He was able to mm-hmm. catch that ball away from his frame. Had good sideline awareness. And I thought you know to be able to get you know some more yards where that ends up turning into a thirty-yard completion. That was big time. Tutu just continues to show his versatility as a player. And, you know, he was getting dirty in the run game a little bit, too, trying to stay sticky on some guys on the perimeter. He's feisty in there. He's feisty. But that cut, he sprayed everybody like he's on skates. It was good. It was was a really good route. Did you have a favorite Stafford throw from yesterday? One we've yeah, mentioned already. Yeah, I mean, I, there's there was a lot. I mean, all of the ones that we've kind of talked about, every single one of those are such high-level throws. Even the one that went for 30-plus to Cooper where, you know, you've got Kazir White in an inside trail technique. I mean, those are high-level throws. And so I thought consistently throughout the day, I mean, he was hitting his spots. And so even a couple that we didn't complete were some pretty damn good that's, throws. That's why I asked because I desperately wanted that red zone one to Puka. That was a zone. great job. For one very specific reason, what Steve Avila did there. That was a great job work. cleaning out the pocket. You know, he was he was he did a great job of being able to help out Alaric on that one and uh it was it was a good job. I know exactly what you're talking about. And today's about. his birthday, so it also gives me a oh, chance nice. to wish him a happy twenty four. Wow. Big Steve. 24. Big Steve, man. He's playing well. Yeah he is. Got a game ball. He got a game ball. He Big deserved it. He played really well. Not the whole line, just him? The whole line was yeah. definitely deserving of yeah. it, but uh, I did think that, uh, you know, as coaches, I thought his performance and his consistently his consistency throughout the game really stood out, and 
Yeah. It's his birthday. It's weird what happens when you have the same five that keeps starting over and over. You it's start funny how that gel. works. Huh? It's funny how that works in football. Uh, same thing about on the other side, defensively speaking. Um, if it weren't for mobile quarterbacks, I think you might have 12 sacks yesterday. I mean, yeah. you get good pressure, but sometimes they get out. I mean, how do you coach that? Well, there, were, there was yeah. a couple times that yeah. we allowed that by our execution yeah. of what the calls were. Um, first of all, I think you let's not be a, a, a Grinch right now. There was a yeah. lot of really good stuff. I thought Tom, our guys did a great yeah. job. I thought for them to keep them out of the end zone, I thought for our defense to play the way that they did, especially on the early downs, was outstanding. To get two turnovers for Aaron to influence the game the way that he did, B.Y., Christian Rose, boom. You know, you look at the fumble recovery that, you know, where B.Y. forces the fumble, and you could see whether it was Kobe Turner or Quentin Lake who ended up coming down with it. That was great urgency to go get on the football. Um, but I thought there were some situations. Dobbs did a nice job, but there was also some times where we kind of beat ourselves. Yeah. Um, we weren't where we were supposed to be. Um, we've got to be able to do a great job with that communication, especially in some of those third down and longer situations where you can't give those great uh, quarterbacks the ability to be able to escape and buy time, and especially if it's not doing the things that we're supposed to do, and it's already hard enough as it is, and so there was some good learning ops for us That's there. That's the thing. I mean, some great rushes. Byron Young, and I wonder, like with Kyron, can Byron Young turn into that? That guy. I mean, some of those beats, that's a pretty good tackle. And he's yeah. running right by the guy. Yeah, even on the second play of the game, you look how you know quickly he won on that inside move where Christian Roseboom's able to make the tackle for his zero yard gain to earn the third down and ten. Yeah. Uh, but he's he's just getting better and better. Joe Caniglio's done a great job. I think Michael Hoyt's played really well too. Yeah. He looked like he was dead on the one, uh, then popped up and he was feeling okay. But he is uh, he's making a lot of plays. I mean, if you watch the way that he laid there on the all twenty two, you, you would have thought that we were just going to have to put some you know just dig a grave right there. But uh, now that I know he's okay, I can make that You're joke good. right. Yeah, it's all okay, he's, yeah. he's all good. <laughs> Rams have a great history now of developing, you know, special teamers into starters. And Christian Roseboom had a moment yesterday, mm-hmm. a couple of moments, but including the interception that I'm sure made you re- feel really good about his path to this spot on this team. It was huge, you know. And again, these guys they they just keep developing. He still makes plays for us on teams, but you could feel as soon as we got Christian Roseboom in this building a few years ago, uh, even just the way that he would get us better on the look team, where he's got great concept trigger, he's got good range. He's got great athleticism. He's a mentally and physically tough guy. And um, I was really happy for him to be able to, you know, capitalize on that opportunity he had. And man, that was a big one. You know, it's a 16 to 9 ball game at that point. They're in the tight red area. We had to have it. And uh, and those are the kind of plays that you talk about playing complimentary football, being able to shift the momentum of the game. Uh, That was one that stood out uh, to me for sure. And he's got great lettuce. Remember? He does. He's got great lettuce. See? I do remember it. How did you phrase that? Aaron Donald, what do you impact on the game is that where we're that was that was a hell of a play yes my goodness yes yeah. that that's uh not a sack though a tackle for loss a tackle Sorry for loss say. but my yeah, goodness yeah, that's you could how say you... it was a play action you know, even though it wasn't <laughs> right, but right. uh yeah he continues to leave i mean he's in the backfield yeah. before the play even gets started and uh made me feel okay because that's what it looks like when we try to run those types of plays at practice absolutely Big question coming into last week. How would you kind of fill the interior? Remember, we talked about that mm-hmm. last Monday with Bobby Brown taking his injury. Who'd you see step up? You know, I thought Kobe Turner took on a bigger mm-hmm. workload, did a really nice job. Obviously, Jonah Williams, I think, has played really well yeah. throughout the course of this season. Cordy Durden came in and, and ended up playing 11 snaps. Marquise Copeland came yeah. in and played 11 snaps. And both of those guys did a nice job. And, um, you know, Cope's been here for a little bit. Uh, you know, Henny's got a real confidence and a trust in him and his ability to be able to play across the front. 
Uh, but I thought in Corey's first action with us, he did a good job. I think he can keep building on this, and um, and I was pleased with him. But those guys ended up stepping up, and uh, and you really felt their presence being made. Ernest Brown's another guy that we've got on the roster, but uh, overall, those two guys got more snaps than what you know. We flexed both those guys up from mm -hmm. the practice squad. But I thought Kobe Turner and Jonah, you know, them taking on a little bit more of a workload, they did a really nice job. And then obviously Aaron is uh, affecting the game every single play he's in there. You got the dub, and I know. You're That's happy, big. but when did you flip the Pittsburgh already? No, uh, I will after I finish up with you guys. You know, because I think the <laughs> yeah. important thing is is make sure that you you know you you don't take for granted all the things that you need to get right in your own house before you start moving on and, and looking at you know what does the opponent do and uh, and that's kind of what usually after I finish up with you guys represents getting started on the opponent. That's the, I, I hope the win still feels like a win and not like you know a relief. It's still joy because Heck you yeah. won. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing the, to be able to see those guys enjoy the things that they created. That's what it's. About, you know, having those moments in the locker room afterwards. And then I love as much as anything watching the way that our team handles some of the, you know, the setbacks, the adversity. I just thought I love the way we stayed connected because it mm -hmm. wasn't a good movie the way that it started out, especially offensively. But the defense, they didn't, they, you know, they just kept going out there and getting stop after stop. Um, and I was really pleased with just this team's ability to handle the ebbs and flows and a lot of different experiences mm -hmm. in six games. And let's see if we can stack another good one this week against an excellent opponent coming off their bye. Got a situational mastery question for you in that yeah. two-minute drill. You've talked a couple of times about how big it was to get that three going yeah. into the half and hitting Cooper on the 49-yarder. I'm sure you would have liked an end zone shot maybe ideally in there, but without yeah, a timeout, Yeah, I think what you tough. look at is when you realize that we were getting up after we ended up hitting the one uh, you know, the one underneath once you got, got all the way down there, you're saying to yourself, okay, it's going to be right around, you know, you're snapping that ball right at 15 seconds. You, you know, where we really got the ball where you're going to get, you know, the play stopped at 15 mm -hmm. seconds. And so, you know, depending upon where the ball is completed, that, hey, if it's in bounds, especially if it's outside the numbers, you might run the risk of that being the last play of the half. You definitely don't want that because you're already in field goal range. Mm -hmm. You take a shot. That's one of the things you say, okay, do you take one shot to the end zone on a running clock where you have total trust and confidence in Matthew? The only negative that can happen there is you get an unnecessary penalty, hands of the face, something that moves you backwards. But the there's conversations to be at JB about, all right, do you take one shot to the end zone? Um, there's a possibility that a penalty could occur that could move you back. You have no timeouts left in that situation. And so um, you're kind of in between, which is why in a perfect scenario, if you're deciding you're going to clock it should have made that decision to Matthew quicker so then he's got a nice calm poise approach to the line of scrimmage where it's a slow clock you hit that thing right under five and you ensure that the field goal ends up being the last play of the half so you don't even have to kick off the touchback knowing they're probably going to take a knee um, or the other option is exactly what you articulated and so those are the two scenarios in my mind Felt like, all right, we've already got the field goal. We actually had a situation that played out in a two-minute, very similar to that, and we had a couple extra plays, and on one of those, an official possibly could have called a penalty on us offensively. Mm. So that kind of you know was was in the back of my mind. I don't think you can ever coach scared, but um, that's the approaches and the possibilities that you can take there. I'm glad I asked. It's just fascinating to see all the thoughts that go into a that lot. little sequence. Right? Yeah. It's not as simple as, oh, why don't you just have two plays called yeah. right, right, rather, than, exactly. rather than clocking one.
Uh, one Steelers-related question, not specific to them, but are we ever glad Kevin Dotson's in horns? Sure well, we are. What, what, a, what a trade that has been. He's for done Rams. a great job, you know, and he is uh, physical. He's tough. He's a smart player. Um, he's just getting better. I thought even yesterday was a great, um, you know, reflection of some of the emphasis on his techniques and fundamentals, whether it be in protection or in the run game with the different schemes that we were activating. But, uh, man, I, I love the way that he plays, and he's done a really nice job. Oh, I saw why you mentioned Higby, by the way. Every block was high impact. Right? Yeah, big hits. Can't, you can, no flinch at the point of contact. None, and close the edge a few times. Yeah, I, I keep saying, man, I mean, that position might be the toughest in your offense for what you're asked to do. He's a stud. Yeah. Uh, he's a glue guy. Uh, he just brings uh, an element to our offense that is so needed, and uh, he, was, he was great. Two more oddball ones for you. Did you see that men's and women's flag football is in the Olympics in L.A. for 2028? You know what? I heard about that. Tony uh, Pastors was telling me that this morning. That's awesome. Would you be the head coach? Oh. I'd like to still be the head coach here. <laughs> no, I'm saying both. That wasn't an either or. Hi. I think Sean is the head coach of the U.S. flag when, football team. When does team? it take place? 28. Oh, man. In what, what, what type of timetable in the offseason, oh, you know? He'd have to get enough. that permission from Veronica, especially with the little guy. And speaking way. of, great segue. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's baby planning time, as yes. I understand. Will we see you Man, next that got week? blown out of proportion. I, I mean, know. I wasn't going to miss a game, you know, yeah. because we feel really good about everything coming according to plan. This guy knows better, man. The first thing, if you're going to be a disciplined little boy for us, you don't come during a game. <laughs> All right? So... Um, Everything is going great. You know, Veronica's been awesome with this, and uh, we should be expecting him here in, a, in about a week or so. But we do not anticipate it conflicting with any Rams game, so we can cut the uh, questions or concerns about me uh, missing a game. That's I, I wasn't asking about the happen. game. I was asking about the Coach McVay show. Next the Coach month. McVay show. Oh, yeah. You know what? I might ask for a reprieve <laughs> on the uh, Coach no, McVay on, show. Man. Let you and your lettuce hang out and talk to maybe Raheem right We'd here. Love to talk we to you. That's yeah, yeah. She deserves that from us. That can be our present. Yeah. Meantime, have a uh, great week of preparation Thanks, for Pittsburgh. Congrats. Thank Appreciate you for being it. with us tonight. The Rams are back. Two five hundred, and they close out a three-game homestand at SoFi against the Steelers. Hope you can join us then in Inglewood. Thank you for being here tonight for the Coach McVay Show, as always, presented by Microsoft Surface. Mm-hmm.